welcome to episode two of the Business of Perfectionism. In case you don't know, my name is Christy. I am the host of this little show. I am also a business owner and a recovering perfectionist. Um, Before we get into it, I really just wanted to say an incredibly huge thank you to everyone who listened to, shared and gave me feedback on the first episode of this show. I am honestly just so blown away at the support and the encouragement that I've received. I was so nervous to put that first episode out into the world, but I'm so glad I did. It just feels so good to have this platform where I can share with you all. It's another place to connect and really have a much deeper conversation. Today, I wanted to chat with you about social media or more so Instagram. If you're listening to this podcast, I feel like there's a pretty good chance or I feel like I can almost guarantee that you have an Instagram account. And even if it's only a personal one right now, there's no doubt that you'll soon be starting one for your business. And I think that this is a really important conversation to have at no matter what stage of business you're at. Instagram is just one of those things that we tend to easily overthink. We really let it get the better of us. Some of us spend so much time scrolling content that isn't even relevant to us. Hello, procrastination. And then we go into something like comparisonitis, which tends to pretty easily happen, especially if you're in those earlier stages of business. I don't know about you, but I've certainly had my fair share of comparisonitis. You know, her business looks so much better than mine. She's doing so well. Did she really start at the same time as me? And now she's making how much in a year? And when it comes to creating your own content, it can become really easy to begin to compare the quality of yours or your perceived quality of yours to others. And it can even become really hard to create your own content just because you find you're just stuck in an Instagram hole. You're looking at what everyone else is saying, wondering if your opinion should be shared, if you can really say that, scared that someone might question your opinion or your content, call you out for being a fraud, worried that it isn't good enough, that you aren't good enough, and it can be really, really easily begin to spiral. So what tends to happen is some more overthinking and then we go into people pleasing mode and we just want to create content that people are going to love and engage with. So maybe you could create content that isn't even aligned with you and your business or your business goals and you just do it because everyone else is doing it and you don't want to get it wrong. Or it could even end up that you're just absolutely paralyzed. You can't take any action at all. Nothing you create is good enough. You don't think that you sound smart enough. You're worried that people won't like it. You're worried that your mum is going to see it or that an old work colleague or someone that you haven't told that you even have a business yet because you're so afraid of what they're going to say. So one thing I really wanted to say about Instagram is there really is just so much advice out there. You only have to sort of be in certain Facebook groups, um, you know, searching certain hashtags on Instagram to see how many people out there are offering advice. And if you're spending time just researching it all and checking everything and everyone out, you're going to get very, very confused very easily. And the reason I say this is because you'll head to one Instagram account and someone will have very strong opinions and views on the way that things have to be done or should be done and they'll be very very convincing in the advice that they're giving and then you'll jump over to another account and that information will actually probably contradict a little bit of what the other person said or they've got very strong opinions and views in a different sort of way of doing things and so if you're just spending all this time researching and looking and just diving into all of this procrastinate learning really um, you can then sort of really get lost about what you actually should be doing and then obviously that will then prevent you from actually taking any action at all. 
So take everything you hear and run it through your own filters. Take some time to understand the app, but really try not to overthink it. It's better just to take action, implementing what feels good while building up the momentum and growing your confidence at the same time. The more you begin to use the apps, the more you'll begin to understand what is going to work for you, what feels good for you and what you actually want to achieve from using these social media apps. So what I really wanted to chat about today in today's episode is what I know about Instagram and I wanted to offer you a way of doing things in a way that really works for you and your business, not doing things for the sake of doing them just because someone told you that you have to or because you've been told that if you don't do it, you'll be leaving money on the table or whatever tactics they are using to try and get you to do things their way. This is probably a little bit more of a practical conversation on how these apps are used as opposed to a mindset episode. Um, There's just so much to cover in both and I do plan on chatting all things mindset in upcoming episodes. So if there's anything that you really want me to address, um, I'm looking at things like confidence, judgment, all of those limiting beliefs that we come up with when it comes to taking action on social media. So is there anything in particular that you want me to cover? Please do make sure you get in touch and let me know. So if you don't know, my background is in marketing. I have been working in marketing now for about 13 to 14 years um, and two days a week, I still contract back to a digital marketing agency and we specialize in social media management and Facebook ads management. So this is still an area that I'm quite heavily involved in. However, the information and the opinions that I'm going to share with you today are both based on my experience and my knowledge. Um, but more than that, it's really about helping you find a way of managing social media that's aligned to you and the way that you want to do business. And it's about finding what feels good for you. So the first thing I just really super briefly wanted to chat to you about is the algorithm. So there's a little bit of confusion I find at times on how the algorithm actually works. This is the information that I have. This is my understanding of how it works. So if you don't know, the algorithm runs in the background on these platforms and basically it decides whose posts you will see, who it will show your content to, how many people it will show your content to. It will decide whether it not whether or not it deems your content worthy enough to appear on the explore page and so on. A few things to note here, Um, every Instagram account is basically given an invisible score by Instagram. You will never know what yours is. So if you're a bad Instagrammer, so let's say you're spamming people, um, people are blocking you, hiding your content, there's no engagement, you're not really engaging with other people either, then you'll probably find your score is quite low. So what that means is that when you are posting, your reach will be very limited. Um, This could also mean that your account could be marked as spam and it could be shadow banned, which means that your post won't be shown to anyone unless they go to your page specifically looking for your content. If you are a good Instagrammer and you use a platform well, um, so you're posting good content, you engage with people, you're replying to DMs, you're sending DMs, you're doing all of the ethical things and being a real human about using the platform then your score will be higher. But honestly, there is so much more to it. Apparently, Instagram is actually grading us based on around five different factors. Um, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you what half of them are, honestly. Um, But there's obviously so many things that it's grading us against. So 
I really doubt that there are any Instagrams or that there are many Instagrams out Instagram accounts out there with a perfect score. It's really important not to obsess about this. Just concentrate on using the platform for what it is and use it how it works for you and truly understand that whatever you are doing is enough and that your content will eventually be seen by the right people. So one of the most common things I usually get asked is how often should I be posting? And the answer is there is no definitive answer. There is no one size fits all. You should be, in my opinion, posting as often as you want to in order to clearly communicate your message, promote your products and services, build your audience, nurture your audience, build your brand, and you should not be posting any more than that. So for some brands, that could mean posting two, three, four times a week. For others, that could be daily. I do know some small businesses that post multiple times per day, um, but it really does depend on the type of business that you have and how much content you actually have to share. Um, what is obviously more important than the number of posts is the quality. So really think about what it is that you want to be known for. What do you want people to know about you as soon as they hit your page? What do you want to be known for professionally? Is there anything you want people to know about you on a personal level? Anything that makes you relatable that you're happy to share is always a great way for building connections also. It could be something as simple as you're a serious foodie, you're always eating out at amazing restaurants. You know, do you get up and go for a surf every morning? Are you a parent? Do you have a chocolate addiction, a shoe fetish, you know? Are you one of those people that loves real life crime document documentaries? So even though these things aren't necessarily business related, these are all things that people kind of just love to know about us. So really think about the way that you connect with people, you know, the people that you follow, what's the sort of content that they share that sort of gives you that stronger emotional connection to them think about what they what sort of allows you to do that and then you can incorporate some of that back into your own content so if you're just jumping in and you're sharing tips and tricks and educational content and it's all very features and benefits and working with you type content and perhaps your writing doesn't really have a lot of your own personality in it it's very formal um, maybe you're not using video at all so people aren't really getting a chance to see you um, they don't get to see how you are hear how you speak they sort of don't really get a good chance to pick up on who you are and what you like beyond the content that you post ask yourself what is it that's going to make people pick you over anyone else so um there was actually a study that came out of Harvard a little while ago and it was actually a really interesting one and it basically said that 98% of people buy based on an emotion. So we think at times that we're buying based on facts and figures and price and, you know, features and benefits and all those sorts of things. But in so many instances, we're actually buying into the feeling. You know, we're choosing the brand that connects with us somehow over the other. So this is why I guess I'm quite passionate about injecting your personality into the things that you do and to really building that online personal brand. I think that it's something that sets you apart and it gives people an opportunity to get to know you. And I think that anything that allows people to get to know you a little bit better is always a good thing. <clears throat> As Seth Godin says, as Seth Godin says, people do not buy goods and services. They buy relationships, stories and magic. 
But of course, with that being said, you have to sell on social media. The goal is not just to build a pretty profile and a nice little brand. You're building a business, a profitable, a profitable business. So you're here to make money and we want you to convert some of those followers into clients and customers. So if you have something to sell, don't forget to make sure you're speaking about your offers, your products, your services as one of your topic as one of your topics. Selling isn't dirty. People have come to your page because they like what you do. They like you. They're waiting for you to sell to them. They want you to tell them how they can work with you and it's up to you to make it as easy as possible for them. Tell them how to take action, where to go, what to do. Be clear on the next steps. It's no lie that perfectionists have a really hard time selling. Um, We tend to really not like speaking about our products or services or being really forward in the way that you can work with us. It makes us uncomfortable. We're filled with self-doubt. We overthink our offers um, with the way that we're presenting them. We think that if no one takes them up, no one hits the DM button, we tend to make that mean something about ourselves. It feels like failure. So if we're not actively selling and no one is buying, we can pretty comfortable we can get pretty comfortable saying things like we haven't sold anything or no one is inquiring about our services, but we haven't really advertised it either. So we haven't failed because we haven't tried. And remember, just because someone sells something a certain way or you see people selling things in certain ways it doesn't mean that you actually need to sell it that way so find a way that works for you find a way to communicate your message with your people in a way that feels good for you and the sales will actually begin to come in a lot easier than if you're pushing a tactic that just feels really awkward and really wrong for you So the truth is when it comes to posting on Instagram and things like that, sometimes you just won't get the um, engagement or the reaction that you really thought that you would. And that's okay. Instagram isn't going to punish you. The post shouldn't be deleted or archived. Do not go into a shame spiral and don't let it mean anything about you or your business or the level of success that you are likely to achieve. The way I like to see this really, like your entire Instagram or social media profiles, is that every post forms part of a bigger picture. So it helps to create a story and we need all of those posts to bring it all together. So if the message really meant something to you, if it's something that you really believed in, it's something that you really wanted to share, it probably touched more people than you realized. Think about the time, how many times you've seen an Instagram post that you've really liked, that you stopped and read, it really resonated with you, and you didn't give it a like or a comment. I bet there have been a few. I know I have certainly done that. So maybe it wasn't that fewer people liked this post. Perhaps it just was in previous times you'd shared a more popular opinion and that got you more likes. And maybe in this instance, something that actually really, it was something that actually really impacted a smaller number of people. So maybe this post got people to actually click the link in your bio and it got you to get, they got them to your website and maybe it got you a new inquiry. Maybe this was the post where people went, wow, she really knows her shit. I think that at times we need to look beyond the algorithm and we really need to start thinking about the people on the other side of them. It's not always about creating the content that we know is going to be super shareable and likable, the things that are going to get us all those hits um, in terms of those vanity metrics. 
Um, but it's about creating content that's actually really communicating who you are and what you do that makes an impact on a much deeper level. And it's not always the content that people are going to be loud about sharing. My approach to creating content is really to create content that's going to attract my ideal client. So this means just being me, sharing my opinion, my point of view, using my voice, putting my unique spin on things. And this is actually the type of content that I recommend all of my clients also use as well. I just find that it's the best way to draw the right people to you. Um, Rather than going out there and pushing, 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 you know, cold DMing and, you know, really being quite forceful in trying to find the right people. It's about putting the content out there, showing up and then trying to attract the right people towards me. So this is actually called attraction marketing. Um, It does require you to be a little bit more vulnerable to sort of step out and to be seen. And this can be really, really scary. And I totally appreciate that, Um, especially so if you are new to this, if you're not used to seeing yourself on camera or hearing your own voice playing back to yourself. um, You know, it's something that I'm still getting used to myself. Um, Video I'm pretty good with now. Um, Podcasting, obviously, just hearing my voice, you know, for 20 minutes is still a bit strange. Um, but, you know, 18 months ago, I would never, ever have recorded a podcast episode. I don't, wouldn't even have thought about it. Um, I didn't do video. Um, it took me really, you know, it took me time. It took work. I asked myself a lot of hard questions and I really challenged my limiting beliefs. And I did the work that I needed to to overcome those and to replace them with more empowering beliefs, really. Instagram and limiting beliefs are probably two topics that I could speak forever on, um, but I won't. Um, There's just so much more to cover from a planning point of view, um, content creation, taking action, posting, creating video, the benefits of that too. Um, There's a huge mindset element that comes into play with social media. We're putting ourselves out there. We are getting visible. We are sharing our thoughts and our opinions, building expertise and authority. Um, And all of that can be really scary and it can bring up a lot of limiting beliefs as well that you didn't even really know that you had. You may at times find that you overthink and overanalyze all of the things that you want to say and that you're going to share. You'll have a point of view and then you'll find someone with 10,000 more followers than you and they're offering an opinion that's a little bit different to yours. And then, of course, you'll begin to question if your opinion is right or wrong or if you're doing things the right or wrong way, if you even really know what you're speaking about at all or the fear that if you actually share your point of view, if someone will challenge you because clearly there are different ones out there and the thought of confrontation can be really quite frightening for a lot of us. So to help you on your way to social media success, I really wanted to leave you with a few quick tips. Um, These are things that I have found have really helped me move through those fears um, that I've had about the platform and my approach to using social media in my business. Number one is to create yourself a list of content pillars. So these are just very simple topics that you will speak to um, every week to start I would aim for maybe four and then you can rotate them through every week so one content pillar might be the work that you do a second content pillar might be you and your journey a third content pillar might be user-generated content and you can you know then bring in one of those every you know every other day or whatever it is how often that you post it just helps you streamline that process to start with once you get going you might find that you don't sort of necessarily stick to them as strictly but it can really help you get going 
Number two, where possible, pre-write any Instagram captions for the week around your pillars. Schedule them in so that you know you have the content coming. Even if this is only one or two posts a week, you can add more as you go and as inspiration strikes. But it's really good just to have a couple up your sleeve so that you're not trying to think of things on the spot because that can be really quite hard at times. Number three is incorporating images of yourself into your feed so that people can get a chance to know you. Um... If you don't want photos of you on your feed, perhaps that doesn't work. Um, You know, just showing your face on your stories. Maybe you've got your face in your highlights so that people can see who you are at a quick glance. It's always nice, whether you're product-based or service-based, for people to really get to see your face, Um, particularly, obviously, service-based. But product is also a really good one as well. Number four is stories are great for sharing the behind the scenes and more on who you are and what you do. Um, make use of polls, question stickers, have fun in this area. Um, it's a really amazing place for people to get to know you, um, you know, to share the stuff that's not quite always 100% relevant to business, um, but just really helps to, br- to build that more holistic picture of who you are, what you do, what you love, where you're from, all of those sorts of things. Number six, if you don't post for a day, a week, two weeks, you do not need to explain or apologize for your absence. Just pick back up and keep going. Don't wait till Monday. Um, don't wait until next week and you know, you'll know you do it properly next week. You're better off just starting today than you are to have this dream of following through next week with the perfect week. Just become the type of person that picks back up and keeps going. Become that person that jumps back in and takes action and turns things around immediately on the spot. Don't wait for Monday. Number six is the more you take action, the easier it will become and the more confident you'll begin to feel. You'll find captions get easier as you enter a state of flow. People will begin coming to you. You'll, they'll be answering questions for you. Um, you'll begin to identify common themes and problems and topics of interest to your audience that you'll then be able to begin speaking to in future content. Number eight is truly understand that a post doesn't, that if a post doesn't receive the love that you hoped it would, it isn't make or break. In fact, if the message really means something to you, the post must stay. Do not delete. Number nine, uh, feel free to ignore the time of day. Show up when you feel called, when the energy is there and when you feel the inspiration strike. Now, Look, I know, you know, as someone who works in social media management, you know, we're always looking at the analytics. When are people online? When's the best time to post? Um, If you're really struggling with this and, you know, it's getting to 7.30 at night and your best time to post was at 6 and now you've missed it, but you really wanted a post to go out today, stuff it. Just send it. You are better off to get it out, you know, an hour and a half, two hours past your perfect time to post than you are to not get it out at all. So... Yes, of course, you know, I'm going against so many social media managers there with that advice. But I think, you know, to some level, especially if you are a perfectionist and it's make or break or not make or break, but it's, you know, do or die, then you're better off just to do it anyway. Number 10 is let go of expectation and take the pressure off. If you persist, you will succeed. And number 11, if you're having trouble creating content, one of the questions I love to ask myself and I love to ask my clients is, 
what would this look like if it were easy? If you weren't overthinking, if you weren't making it more complicated for yourself than it needs to be, what would make social media easy? That's just something I like to think about. And before I finish this episode up, I do just want to say this. Social media is an incredible tool, but you should not be relying on this and only this to market your business. You do not own your social media accounts. And I've actually seen a number of people lose their accounts, if only for a short time. Some others have actually been completely unable to recover their accounts after they've been hacked. And this is devastating for so many businesses. So I'm always, always, always telling my clients to diversify their marketing and go broader Don't just focus on social media. Another piece of advice I'd love to offer you is to not become a slave to the platform. Unfortunately, these platforms hold the power. So gone are the days when we'd post and absolutely everyone that followed us would see it. The algorithm will decide how many people it shows it to. It will decide who it shows it to. And it will decide based on that person's behavior and not yours. So It's trying to keep everyone on the platform for as long as it can. So it will distribute your content to the people it thinks it can achieve that with. I really hope that this has helped you understand how you can make use of Instagram for your business. Um, I know there was probably a lot of information in here and I really hope that some of it resonates with you and that it really helps you to creating content for your socials and it helps you take the action that you need to take. If there is anything more that you would like to know, please reach out to me. You can visit my website. It's just christypask.com or you can find me on Instagram and it's just christypask as well. Um, And of course, if you did like today's episode, I would love for you to please take a screenshot of this and share it to your socials. Please do tag me so I can give you a little shout out. Also, um, I really want to help as many people as I can overcome perfectionism and create a business and a life that they're dreaming about. So thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I really do hope that you found this helpful. Um, And yeah, I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Speak to you soon. (music) 